welcome to the fire labs podcast if you are a busy working professional looking to learn about investing in real estate with ease and confidence you have come to the right place i am shalini kadaveru and i'm just a few baby steps ahead of you every week i share my wisdom or bring experts in the space to share their insights so that you gain the skills and mindset to invest in real estate with ease hi this is shalini kadaveru welcome to another fire labs podcast today i want to talk about regrets i regret having regrets the chat today is inspired by the many conversations that i have with friends and other family members about how they regret not taking action in intentionally investing few months ago i was talking to a friend who talked about living in chicago for several years and knew about this really good investment opportunity in an area that she knew really well because she has lived there for few years for several years and that it was an upcoming gentrifying area so she knew the potential of the place but then things came up she never pursued um continued looking for deals and the investment never happened in another conversation i was talking with um, another friend who knew about upcoming city and really attractive locations within that city this was in one of the midwest cities she had her extended family living there and that gave her the advantage of local information which is not readily available for other folks in who don't live there and this is what i talk about using a bottoms up approach when you are identifying your markets and this friend was also bitten by analysis paralysis she and her husband discussed it thought about it for quite a bit of time but eventually did not end up taking action and few years later they haven't made the investment and the investment funds are still in cash in the bank account so these with these examples i wanted to take these examples to illustrate the point of the opportunity cost and the regrets that we end up happening and the regrets that we end up having i'm sure most of you must have heard about this research somebody uh, was speaking with working at um hospice where it was an assisted living place where most of the people are senior super senior citizens and in the last stages of their life and this researcher asked each of them what was their biggest regret in life and the theme the consistent theme that surfaced was that they regretted not taking action that they regretted not taking what was perceived by them as risks and executed on them so they regretted not taking action that was their biggest regret and when you think about it it why we don't act, take action it's whenever we ta- think about taking action it's closely tied to making a decision you make a decision and then take an action and if that 
decision deals with an area that's not in our comfort zone, then it's less likely that we take an action. So think about this. Surviving comes naturally to us. As busy professionals, we pay our bills on time. We make sure that we automate our 401k contributions. Those are all basic survival things. um, And we take really good care of those. And we have systems in place. We automate them and those get out of the way and we survive. But when it comes to thriving, thriving is more intentional. We have to make choices. And that's where we put things on the side burner because when we make don't make those investment choices, there is no immediate negative impact. It's just like going to the gym, right? You have a health goal. You are working towards losing weight, staying healthy. You know that you have to exercise, go walk outside, go to the gym, have a personal trainer. But the immediate pleasure of watching the next episode on Netflix or HBO or Max now, that is immediately available at your fingertips. And so inviting, right? Going to the gym is um, out. We have to get out of our comfort zone to do that. So when you think about why we don't take action, even when we know that it is important for us, and how can we get ourselves out of that trap? Even Even I am guilty of that, where I don't take action. One of the examples I can give is my husband and I, since 2014, have been talking about investing in Austin. This was way back in 2014. He was more motivated than me to invest there. We chatted about it and I said, okay, that sounds good. He was going to talk to a few realtors and find a few properties, but somehow that action never happened. And Six, seven years later, just looking at how the market grew, we were regretting not taking action in 2014. And I'm sure you have several of those examples where you didn't take action and then several years later, regretted not taking action. I don't want to get into diagnosing why this happens, but just want us to become aware that even the best of us fall victim to this behavior of not taking action. Then comes the question of how do we bulletproof ourselves where taking action helps us in the long run? It might seem fearful in the near term, but then it benefits us in the long run. And how do we make sure that we motivate ourselves to take action. The first step, and I'm sharing something that has worked for me in the past, the first step that I have used is writing it down. It's like a mini vision statement. You write down for yourself your goal. What is it that you're looking for achieving? The more descriptive it is, the more quantitative it is, the better off you will be, the more tangible, the end goal looks like. Stephen Covey, who is the author of Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, talks about principle number two, which is begin with the end in mind. I say that again, begin with the end in mind. That's very powerful, right? So when you're thinking about 
building wealth, increasing financial freedom or getting to financial freedom. Paint that picture for yourself. What does that end look like? And write it down. So clarity, that's number one. The second piece is taking consistent action. And the big thing here to remember is that action creates clarity. I think this is very powerful thing to remember, especially when you're thinking about investing in real estate. There are so many decisions that you have to make. You have to figure out what markets you want to invest in. You want to figure out what is the investment strategy that you want to pursue. You want to figure out what your sources of financing will be. And each of these are big decisions. It becomes very easy to get bogged down with analysis paralysis. So on one hand, you have this big set of decisions to make. And on the other hand, you have to make sure that you're making progress by taking small steps in that direction, meaning taking consistent action. So how do you make that possible? I think that's where your accountability group, your team of like-minded people that you can come together with can be super helpful. You can hold each other accountable and make sure that whatever small goals that you're making for yourself for that week, that day, you're putting yourself on the line and doing your best to achieving those. That's number two. And number three, especially with investing in rental property, I've noticed is that there is one aspect of researching, listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, consuming a lot of the knowledge that you can get. Then there is the second aspect of talking to real people. And this is the beginnings of your investing team, right? You're talking to a broker, you're talking to a mortgage lender, you're talking to a property manager. That's when things start becoming real for you. And it's really important that you bring yourself over the hump. You get out of your comfort zone of researching endlessly and put yourself out there, speaking with people, trying to build your real estate investing team. And that starts making things real. Okay. So I will summarize the three things that I just talked and shared with you earlier. So just to summarize, all of us have regrets of not taking action. Surviving is easy. It comes naturally to us. However, to thrive, we have to take intentional actions towards our goals. So how do we make sure that in the busyness of life, we are still consistently putting in the effort to work towards our goals. So the first one is to begin with the end in mind, to have a clear picture of what that end state looks like and why that is important to you. So that's number one. Number two is creating, uh, surrounding yourself or creating a small team of like-minded people who are interested in taking consistent action on their goals. Now, they may or may not have the same real estate investing goals. Maybe they want to publish a book. It's better if they have real estate investing goals, but 
at least having uh, two or three people who want to be account- held accountable that could be really helpful for you to consistently deliver and take action and number 3 is remembering that action creates clarity so taking consistent action and especially in the rental property investing world complementing your research efforts with talking with real people trying to build your investing team your realtor your mortgage broker your property manager will start increasing rapidly increasing your knowledge of the area and the investment properties that you that makes sense to you so that's number 3 all right so hope you will start taking action and stop having regrets few years from now thanks for listening to another episode of the fire labs podcast i'm your host shalini kadaveru i release a new podcast every thursday i'd love to hear your feedback and suggestions for our next episodes so remember to comment and click the star rating thank you